0: You can also subscribe at peopleprocesses.com which will give you exclusive subscriber-only content here is your host rami alajil author and ceo of people processes
1: this is the capstone of the flsa exemption week we started going through each one of these various exemptions, what the law is, and now we're going to go through together. This is a video online on YouTube. You can find it at peopleprocesses.com slash podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, all the different places, but I highly recommend that you uh, get out a piece of paper and work with me on this, or if you're listening, that's totally fine, but come back, go to our show notes, and take this, ex- this uh, assessment, copy it. Also, if you like this and you want an even more in-depth setup where we go through uh, with checklists and and, uh, true top-level HR analysis on all of these sorts of things for employee classification, and we even dive into things like full-time versus part-time and some of these other pieces, check out academy.peopleprocesses.com. On there, you can sign up for courses. We have them 75% off right now. They're hugely discounted. If you're watching this well in the future, they're not gonna be this way. COVID, right? Um, But the employee classification deep dive would cost you like 100 bucks, and it's four hours of content in depth, plus checklists, downloadables, uh, strategies to work through inside your own company. Be super helpful if this is something you wanna do inside your own company. All right, enough selling. Got your piece of paper. At the top, I want you to write employee name. Why, because this has to be done on an employee by employee basis, guys. You can't just do this for everyone listed as a manager. You gotta think about what this means. Now, if in effect, these people, everyone in a job role is doing the same things, paid the same way, you can get away with not doing it. But honestly, unless you're like a multi-hundred man company, Don't do it that way. When you hire somebody, do this assessment. It'll just take you a minute, especially if they meet most of the job roles. Having this piece of paper in the employee's file, and Lord help me if it's actually paper, adding this to their digital file, hopefully, is going to cover your butt so much and really help you understand the employee's job roles. All right, so first line, name. Two, job category or class or job ID, whatever the name and title of the evaluator, the person filling out the form, your company name and tax ID, and if they have a direct supervisor, the direct supervisor's name, and the date you did the evaluation. Boom, you got a great document to cover your butt when they sue you and say, hey, you owe me overtime. You've done the work. Honestly, even if you do it wrong a little bit, even if you're not perfect, making a best effort this way is huge. Huge. Okay, so get it done. All right. There are eight categories under which an employee can qualify as exempt. Let's go through them: the administrative employee exemption, uh, administrative exemption, learned professional exemption, creative exemption, computer employee exemption, outside sales exemption, highly compensated employee exemption, the business owner exemption, and the executive exemption. Let's go through them now uh, as a Q and A. So. Employees may fall under more than one category. Choose as we go through this and respond to each statement by yes or no. In general, a response of yes to each one of these statements supports a determination of exempt status, whereas no says non-exempt, okay? First, we're gonna check the executive exemption. Yes or no, the employees compensated on a salary basis of at least $6.84 per week. That's $35,500 and some odd dollars a year. That's exclusive of board, lodging, and other facilities. Yes or no. Two, the employee's primary duty is managing the enterprise um, or managing a customarily recognized department or subdivision of the enterprise. Yes or no. Three, the employee customarily and regularly directs the work uh, of at least two or more full-time employees or their equivalent. Yes or no. Four, and this is a big one. The employee has the authority to hire or fire other employees, or at least their suggestions and recommendations to the hiring, firing, advancement, promotion of uh, any of these changes of status of employment are given particular weight, lots of weight, okay? So, those four questions, yes or no. If there are yeses down the board, congrats, you got yourself an executive. All right, if not that, that's okay, let's move on. Let's go to the administrative employee questions. Question one. Here we go. The employee is compensated on a salary basis or a fee basis at a rate of not less than $684 per week, exclusive of board, lodging, or other facilities. You're going to hear that a lot. That's $35,500 and some odd dollars. Let me just check that. $568. $35,568 a year. Yes or no? The employee's primary duty is the performance of work in an office or non-manual work directly related to the management or general business operations of the employer or the employer's customers. Remember our deep dive into that? What does office or non-manual work mean? Directly related to the management or general operations of the employer or the employer's customers. Yes or no? The employee's primary duty includes the exercise of discretion and independent judgment with respect to matters of significance. Yes or no. What is exercise of discretion and independent judgment? Go back two episodes. With matters of significance, yes or no. All right, you got yeses down the board, congrats, you got yourself an administrator. Noes, that's all right, let's move on. Learned professional exemption. The employee is compensated at a salary or fee basis as a rate of not less than six eighty four per week, exclusive of board, lodging, or other facilities. As a reminder, hashtag important. This is federal, your state may be higher. Check your state regs. Reach out to people processes. You can go to the live chat on our website, we'd be happy to look it up for you. Our clients have access to all this information in our compliance portal. We got cool posters, you can select like Tennessee versus Virginia and it'll just compare everything. I don't know why I'm in a salesy mood. Okay, Uh, moving on. Not less than 684 per week, two. The employee's primary duty is the performance of work requiring advanced knowledge. Remember that, what is advanced knowledge? The advanced knowledge is in the field of science or learning, yes or no. What is science or learning, we talked about that. Four, the advanced knowledge is customarily acquired by prolonged course of specialized intellectual instruction, yes or no. Got yeses down the board? Boom, congrats, you have a learned professional. Next up, creative professional, yes or no. The employee is compensated on a salary or fee basis at a rate of not less than six eighty four dollars per week, exclusive of board lodging or other facilities. We've covered that, that's $35,568 per, per year. we am gonna memorize that number and it's gonna change. But anyway, I'm gonna memorize it for now. <laughs> Two, the employee's primary duty is the performance of work requiring invention, imagination, originality, or talent in a recognized field of artistic or creative endeavors. Yes or no? Think about the employee. If you got two yeses, guess what? You got a creative employee. Go back to the episode on that if you need more details. Next up, computer employee. The employee is compensated at a salary or fee basis at a rate of not less than 684 per week. But wait, we're going to change it up. If compensated on an hourly basis at a rate not less than $27.63 an hour. Yes or no? The employee is a computer systems analyst, computer programmer, software engineer, or other similarly skilled worker in the computer field. Yes or no? The employee's primary duty consists of one or more of the following the applications of systems analysis techniques and procedures, including consulting with users to determine hardware, software, or system specs, the design, development, documentation, analysis, creation, testing, or modification of computer systems or programs, including prototypes, based on and related to user or system design specs, the design, documentation, testing, creation, or modification of computer programs related to the machine operating systems, or a combination of the aforementioned duties which require the same level of skill. Is the answer to that yes? Do they do one of those things? Is that their primary duty? Great, pay them enough and you're good. Next up, outside sales employee, yes or no? The employee's primary duty is making sales or obtaining orders or contracts for services or for the use of facilities for which consideration will be paid by the customer, yes or no? The employee customarily and regularly is engaged away from the employer's pace of business, yes or no. You notice I didn't say anything about salary on that one. Outside sales employees, no FLSA minimum salary. A lot of times because they're based on commission, but the point is they can work as much as they want, uh, they gotta make some sales. So it's just those two, no salary exemption on that one. Next up, the highly compensated employee. Uh, in the in the highly compensated episode yesterday, by the way, I mentioned 100000 that was the 2019 numbers, I just didn't update my chart that I'm using for reference on here, that has changed. It is now the employees paid a compensation of $107,432 or more, which includes at least $684 per week, not 100 $107. The employer performs office or non-manual work, yes or no? The employee customarily and regularly performs at least one of the duties of an executive, administrative, or professional employee under the exemptions that we've gone over before, yes or no. So if they have checked one of the boxes up there and you pay them over 100,000, they're good. That's the final one. Now the last one we didn't actually talk about, um, but it's the business owner exemption. If the employee owns a bona fide 20% or more equity interest in the business in which he or she is employed, yes or no? Um, and finally, the employee is actively engaged in managing the enterprise in which he or she is employed. If so, no FLSA, I don't care what you pay them. Uh, you don't have to pay minimum wage to your business owners, okay? You don't have to pay overtime to the business owners. Pay them however you want. So, uh, if that's the final exemption. Now, if we have gone, if you've gone through and you've said yes to everything under one of them, great. Uh, but a response of yes um, to some and not others is, is likely a no, because a response of false to any one statement pretty strongly supports a determination of non-exempt status. Remember that an employee may fall under more than one category of exemption. That's cool. Just choose all the ones that apply. At the bottom of your form, I want you to write exempt when not exempt. And if you're going to do exempt... I'm back. If you're going to do exempt, I want you to write which exemption they fall under. So write exempt on the basis of all relevant factors this employee qualifies for the selective exemption of exempt executive, exempt administrative, exempt learned, creative, computer, outside, highly compensated, or business owner, and say which one that it was. If they're non-exempt, mark that and say, hey, on the basis of all relevant factors, this employee does not qualify for any exemption. The exemptions are by role. You can't just write exempt, you gotta say which one. So fill out your form, great, again, on the website, check it out, academy.peopleprocesses.com to develop a system uh, on how to do this internally in your organization if you're an HR person out there or a business owner looking to make this part of your business, spend the money. It's gonna be quick and and save you tons of time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, my name is Rami Alijil. I'm the CEO of People Processes, and I'm so excited to have had you join me. I was checking the time to make sure that I hadn't gone too far over. I want to know from your reviews, your feedback, you can reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. What did you think of this? I normally do one topic, but I wanted to do a whole week dedicated to a thing that I get a lot of questions about. So I'd love feedback. If you wanna email me, uh, reply if you're a subscriber at peopleprocesses.com, you have special subscriber-only content on there. So even if you like us on YouTube, please go to peopleprocesses.com and subscribe on there. You'll get an email each ep- every time we do an episode. I know that's quite often, but it'll have special subscriber-only content in there, especially during times of crisis. That's the list that we use to get info out to everybody.
0: ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter at People Processes. Go to peopleprocesses.com, subscribe, and get some of our subscriber-only content. And if you got something out of this, make sure you share it with anyone you know. Thank you for tuning in. Now it's time for you to go out there, have a great day, and get your work done.